At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. We have retired four-star general... John Keen, uh, General Keen, thank you so much for joining us at Cats at Night. Yeah, most people refer to me as Jack, but delighted Jack. to be here. We'll call you Jack. Well, Jack, uh, what what the heck is going on uh, over on the other side? I understand uh, we're finally sending uh, tanks over to uh, the Ukraine, and, uh, and Poland is sending some too. Germany, what's going on? Yeah, well, what's happening is the the Russians are defending hundreds of of the defensive line uh, in Ukraine. They've been largely static. They haven't been doing much attacking except some very modest attacks in a couple of areas and giving up huge casualties in doing so. And as such, uh, they've been in these defensive positions for months with low morale, uh, poorly trained, not particularly well-equipped, uh, although they are dug in. And the, and you. Ukrainians have a real opportunity here to attack and retake some territory. And what they've been requesting is to be able to penetrate through those defensive lines. They need not just the infantry carriers that they requested, and we've been providing them, artillery, which we've been providing them, and also long-range precision weapons, which we have provided some of. They want tanks, which makes the penetration along with the uh, the infantry to help them overcome the obstacles. That's why uh, they requested it. And now, finally, the, the United States, who was reluctant to give them any of our Abrams M1 tanks, have finally made a decision to do just that. And other European countries will give them the German tanks, the so-called Leopard 2, that they have as well. And there's about five or six countries that, that have those uh, leopard tanks. And, and as soon as we can get this to them, it's going to be very helpful. But it'll take a number of weeks, obviously, for that to happen. For the leopard and, and tanks, General, it'll actually take months for the Abrams tanks. Yeah, General, this is Pete King. On the Abrams tanks, uh, what, uh, what about the issue of them having to use jet fuel and how that is impacted by a supply line? Well, there's logistical and maintenance challenges with it, but... Uh, we can put just about any any fuel in that, to tell you the truth. It, it, the maintaining a jet engine, a turbine engine, is more challenging. What we have to do is put the maintenance and the logistical infrastructure in there so that the Ukrainians can take care, care of it. Listen, so our audience understands the Iraqis have had M1 tanks for a long time and, and using them quite capably. We put the infrastructure in so that they could maintain the tanks, and we trained them on it. So, obviously, the Ukrainians, who are very quick, technologically savvy, will be able to deal with us, and we just have to do what's right to set them up for success. How fast is that tank, General? Is it 60 miles an hour, I read somewhere? Yeah, it's 60 miles an hour on uh, flat terrain. You know, uh, Wow. But it's, it's the most sophisticated tank 
uh, in the world. The Leopard tank is, doesn't have as many logistical and maintenance problems associated with it, so it'll be a lot easier uh, for the Ukrainians to use that tank. And this is this is the German, the German tank. So, General, and hopefully it's... they'll get a couple of hundred of those in addition to a nominal amount of Abrams tanks. Initially, about thirty. It seemed like the Germans were getting a little bit wobbly on whether they were comfortable sending them. Did that surprise you? It did a little bit, but they, they've been wobbly uh, after their initial goals when Schultz came in saying that he was going to fully support the Ukrainians and he was going to double down on his defense budget and meet the 2%. So he's been walking some of that back. Hmm. What happened here is uh, two things. One, he didn't want to be the first country to provide main battle tanks uh, because he fears and it could escalate yeah. the war, and he doesn't want the rose pinned on him by the Russians for doing that. Second, he has within his own political party uh, people who are opposed to any demonstrative military aggression going back yeah. to the post-World War II era that they're dealing with. And that is why many of us were saying, listen, America, give them the Abrams tanks first, and the Germans will get the political cover from the United States for doing that, and then they'll fall in and give the leopard tanks. We should have done that weeks ago and taken the burden off the, the German shoulders. Yes, I think that the Germans' concerns here are a little bit unfounded in terms of escalation, and they should take counsel of their fears a little bit, which I think at times the United States has to do as well. How do you feel with those here in America who say, ah, it's a lot of money, we're giving it to the Ukrainians, we need it here, we need to help our people? I mean, in my opinion is this, you know, Russia is a, is a bad enemy that must be stopped. Uh, but how do you respond? What is your feeling on that? Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, Russia is on the move, uh, not a lot different than uh, what Hitler was on the move in the late 1930s. Yeah. And the country... People were war weary at the time from World War One, and they threw up their hands. You know, didn't want to get involved, and look what happened. Uh, Russia's on the move here, and mm-hmm. if we don't stop them in Ukraine, it's going to get worse for us in terms of our involvement. Now we have an opportunity to stop them without having to send any troops, right. without even having to send any airplanes, or we, uh, in terms of pilots, they they just need the equipment and. I think we've got to stop the Russians right here. And listen, when it comes to money, we're $27.8 billion military assistance. Well, Most of that goes to our defense industry. There's no handout here of money to the Ukrainians. Hmm. And that is, that is so small compared to the 6 to $7 trillion budget that the United States has right now. And, and the degree that this administration is spending money and what they're spending money on, you know, is is eye-watering, in my view. And and this is really small potatoes by comparison in terms of the amount of money. I mean, a billion dollars is a huge amount of money, but compared to the 6 or $7 trillion budget and what we're getting in return for it is extraordinary. So, yeah, it's worth that expenditure. But, General, uh, how many tanks between Poland and the United States, how many tanks do you think we're sending? Well, we're, we're, prom- we're pledging 30. Uh, the Poles 
are right. Uh, the Germans are pledging 14. The Poles, the Spain, Spanish, uh, Finland, and others, they have hundreds of tanks. I'm hoping that. Yeah, but but how many do? How many are we? How many on the other side of the fence? How many do the Russians have? I heard something of thousands and thousands. Well, the Russians do have. Uh, thousands of tanks. They started out that way, but yeah. We also, we've knocked lost. out about fifteen hundred of their tanks. They have lost considerable amount of tanks, and actually, the Ukrainians have repaired Russian tanks that they destroyed, and they're driving them. Uh, but I, if we get, uh, I hope we get a couple of hundred of these Leopard tanks out of the Europeans. That will really help the Ukrainians to go on. Thank you. Tanks. Thank you, General Thank you, Jack Keane. Thank you for your service. Thank you for breaking this down for us. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.